This is an AMI podcast. Welcome to Double Tap Canada, the show where blind people talk tech. Have your say. Call us, text us to 844-971-1999. That's 844-971-1999. Tweet us at Double Tap Canada and find us on Facebook. Just search for Double Tap Canada. Now here's your favorite double tappers. Well, you say favorite, but you know, it's the ones you get. Uh, this is what you get for the money. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Stephen Scott. Hey, how are you today, Marco? Falalalalos here. I'm wonder, 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 wonderful. You know what? It's uh, We're mean. We're really just... This is mean. We're too mean, mean people because Sean Priest will be here. We just don't know when. We decided, let's not wait for him. <laughs> let's just start. And why Why did we decide to do that? So that when he gets here, he'll be annoyed. He's going to be annoyed. And pissed off at us. And he's going to be, <laughs> but actually, more importantly, he's going to be totally confused, which is brilliant to listen oh, to. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be great. Gonna be mid-conversation. I got to tell you something, and and you know, Sean makes fun of me. He thinks that I, I talk a lot. I just I do it because I, I like I just talk. Um, when you were gone, those that week that you were gone, mm. you know, people don't realize behind the scenes here all the music and sound effects and stuff like that. Stephen plays that because you like the power. I do and the control. Yep. You'd like to have that at your. It's okay. I have been there before. So when you weren't here, I had to do that job. But I haven't updated this stuff. Like I'm probably playing stuff that says, you know, text us to phone wrong phone numbers, email the wrong addresses. I use the 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 Hootsman, you know, the music. Like I must really confuse you guys at home. So I'm sorry. I this is my this is my way my Oscar apology. I'm oh. sorry, Stephen, for slapping you in the face. Oh yeah, yeah. When you're not here, honestly, please don't bring up the Oscars, please. I mean, what is that? I about? have to. Well, look, I'm annoyed because all my Will Smith jokes this week have had to go out the window. That's all them gone. I can't well, use whatever. any of those. I mean, uh, you couldn't use them anyway. You know, they're inappropriate. No, he'd slap me across the face. He can't get you here. How do you know? He's everywhere. I know. You know what the funniest thing was? I'm sure you weren't watching the Oscars live no. because it was what? Eight, of the night. eight, nine, ten, eleven, like two in the morning. Yep. I happened, like we were watching something else, NCIS or something. I flipped the channel. Like, Let's watch some of the Oscars, see what's going on. The problem is I rarely, I rarely have seen the movies that they're talking about in the Oscars. Oh, I have no idea. So, so I, I tune in and I like watching like the in memoriam to see who died and like oh yeah I forgot about those people who died and uh, so I tuned in and, and that what that's what was on and then the whole Will Smith thing happened and I'm like did that really just happen and yeah it actually happened it actually happened um, and, and actually just as shocking Sean Priest is here hey! oh he's here yeah, 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 yeah I wonder how confused he is he's his microphone's he's so muted. confused. He's like, what is going on? Are they actually recording without me? Yes, Sean, we are. I bet he's we started without you because you were too slow. Yeah. You were well, I, I'm sorry. I didn't know. This was uh, an impromptu <laughs> recording. This was not. A, there was nothing impromptu about this recording. We hit record and we record. That's what we do. <laughs> we, we do the show at the same time every week. And granted, we may have done this two days earlier, but that's beside the point. It's saying totally, you should be prepared for this. You know what we're like. You know what the problem is? You see, I'm out walking the dog and I'm using Soundscape to find my way home. And then you ring me and all the Soundscape goes away and I'm totally lost. Oh, so, so, so Sean is currently fault. coming to you from some, some street in Manchester <laughs> in the UK with his dog by his side. I found oh. my way home. Everything's cool. I think that shed is a little bit like, you know that house in Up? I think he just walks around with it. Maybe he should. No, I think it's I think it's like the the phone booth in Doctor Who where he walks in and it's a whole friggin' mansion. It's like he walks in and it's whatever he wants it to be. Guys, how is the weather in the UK right now? I have to ask this question because I'm really confused because it's been beautiful here. Yeah. And I woke up this morning and it's minus 21. Wow. And there's snow on the ground again. Oh, what? That's unbelievable. Oh, that's what. And so, I, so that's where we're getting it from because this has to come to us. Apparently, so yeah, yeah we're the same. We had beautiful weather. It's been gorgeous. It's been that kind of weather. We call it in Scotland tops off weather, Oof. meaning you know people men okay. walk around showing their beautiful bare white chests. <laughs> um, and, I, and when I say white, I mean white because we don't get any oh, yes, sun yes, around yes. here. And tinge blue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tins of grey in some cases, <laughs> and um, yeah, it's been it's been gorgeous. But yes, we are to get an Arctic blast. So I read. so here here's here's what I've got the next seven days coming up, and there's a reason that I'm talking about this. So minus two tomorrow, uh, three degrees above zero Wednesday, ten degrees on Thursday, six Friday, four Saturday, six. It doesn't look like it's dropping too far down. 
anytime after today. But here's the funny thing is today is the day that an order I put in at Home Depot last week for because I'm starting to do some stuff outside. Mm. Today is the day they decided to show up. <sighs> the one day I don't want to leave my car outside. I'm now forced to because my garage is going to start filling up with stuff because my contractor is not ready for me. Oh, it's an art life. Uh, it's a, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, the, <laughs> there are some people in the world who have be going, you know, I thought my life was bad. But, you know, I, I've got to move a car out of my garage uh, in the middle of snow. I mean, it's just, it's just, I feel for you, Mark. I really do. Do not make me get up here, get up on that stage and slap you. Okay, fine. Fine. I'll be nice about it. I'll never speak of your wife again. Oh, dear. <laughs> Oh, that was good, wasn't it? It was. Oh, it was. Um, yeah, it's interesting because you know I, I was so I was I didn't watch it, but I was up during the night because I couldn't sleep. So I got up and I was. Um, well, I'll tell you what I was doing. I'll be perfectly honest. No, please. I was driving my truck. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, all right. right. It's fine. Uh, perfectly, good. perfectly family friendly entertainment. <laughs> uh, I mean, not the language that was coming out of my mouth whilst I was driving, but um, yes, I was doing that, and then I was getting all these notifications. BBC News here saying, you know, oh, big moment with Will Smith. And I thought, yeah, whatever it's to do with the Oscars. Yeah. The moment he slapped Chris Rock, and I'm like, right, there's got to be a video here. Um, but oh, yeah, no, video. no no description, unfortunately. But, you know, I got the I got the gist of it. I could yeah. hear the slap. We could follow it. <laughs> yeah, I got the hint. Um, it wasn't yeah, even a great a joke, moment. I didn't think. The G.I. Jane 2, I didn't think it was a great joke. Um, to get a it slap. Wasn't, it wasn't a good joke. But here's the point. If everybody immediately falls into two camps. So you're either for Will Smith because he stood up for his wife or you're against Chris Rock because he shouldn't have made a joke because uh, his wife has alopecia. She's talked about it publicly and she's, you know, not over the moon about it. Um, so therefore, you know, she felt bad. So, you know, which camp do you fall in? It seems to be the case. And I, yeah, I think there's a, a bit of both going on. You know, I think, you know, the joke wasn't particularly funny, but he's a comedian. That's yeah. kind of what comedians do. They tell jokes. Then he should have told a better joke. I, yeah, ah, I, you know, I think nonsense. it was an overreaction from Will, right? Of course but it was. I think that, you know, the whole halopecia thing, it's its a tricky one. So I think it was just a bad taste joke. But, but hang on. Well, okay, it's Chris look, Rock. I, okay, fine. But you know what? I, I was criticised by artificial intelligence by mm. Microsoft when yes. it said in its description of me, a round-faced man with a balding head greying at the sides. Now, yeah, I didn't go up and punch an IBM computer. You should have. I mean, yeah. I should have. clearly I should have. It wasn't one to hand at the moment, at that time because it wasn't the mid seventies. But um, but yeah, it, it, you know, I was criticised by a computer for being bald. And you know what? Any guy in the room who's bald will get slaughtered on a regular basis. I'm not saying it's okay to laugh at people who are bald. What I'm saying is the guy made a joke, and if I'm honest. Yeah. Did you find the joke funny? Clearly he didn't, although he did laugh at the beginning of it. Mm. should just point that out. Yep. He did laugh. He then looked at his wife, who didn't laugh. And then, you know, he did what all men do, which is, oh, that's a disgrace. You can't say that. <laughs> and then, you know, he took it one stage further. And uh, just let's be glad he wasn't Glaswegian because um, he'd have been headbutted. Well, it did sound like a hefty, I don't even know what it was. Was it a slap or was it a punch? It looked like a slap almost. He does. He has got a knack for slapping. I remember once when he was doing a red carpet thing, and some journalist kissed him on the cheek. That's right. He, I remember that. He, yes. he slapped that he man. Him. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> uh, yeah. He, 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 I'm not. I'm, that was a lot. It's so funny when you listen to this. You, you, the commentary starts coming out, and then people, oh, Will Smith's violent. I don't think Will Smith is violent. I think he was standing up for his wife. I think in that situation, he was standing up for himself. Um, it's it's a difficult one, but at the same token, do you know what? Couldn't you just take Chris Rock to the side afterwards and say, "Hey, man, that just wasn't funny." Yeah, you could you, you know, could have shouted and sworn all you like. It was just going up and hitting the guy. I think was just too much. Yeah, no need for it. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you know what? I honestly don't care. <laughs> no, I, I want to talk about I want to talk about better things. I want to talk, I want to talk about monitors. Oh, oh that's that. so obsessed that. with monitors. Yeah, that's fun. That's exciting it? because you know the thing about monitors, you can watch Chris Rock be slapped on them. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yes, how to watch Chris Rock be slapped accessibly next on Double Tap. <laughs> this is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. 
Hey, Double Tappers, want to get involved? Call the show now at 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca and have your say. This is Double Tap Canada. It's a tech show. Honest. <laughs> it is. And uh, for that reason, we're going to talk tech this week. I thought we'd break tradition and actually talk about tech for once. Uh, you know, maybe avoid wars and, you know, other stuff that we tend to drift onto in this Celebrity show. gossip. Yep. Celebrity gossip. I love a bit of celebrity. Don't you just love it, though? I mean, it is brilliant, a bit of celebrity gossip. And let's be honest, the news needs something to brighten us up. So, you know. True. That was it. Well done. So thank you, Will Smith. Thank you. Okay, well done. Um, an Oscar-winning slap. <laughs> uh, right, let's get into this, because <clears throat> I want to talk about monitors. I uh, recently got myself, well, as you know, I got actually not me, but my wife, a new monitor for her uh, at-home setup when she's working from home. Uh, she was having some issues with her Surface laptop, getting the camera to work properly. And the thing about the Surface Pro is it's a bit like all these laptops, especially when you plug them into a monitor. You have that issue where the, the machine is off to the side and the camera is just basically looking up your nose the whole time. Nice. Not the most flattering yeah. of looks. <laughs> And, you know, I, I did try with, you know, a, a separate webcam, but, you know, it was one of those, my wife unplugs things a lot and she's not into the settings. So I wanted something a bit more fixed, a bit more easy to use, hopefully, anyway. And uh, I decided to get her this. So it was a Dell monitor, 27-inch. And uh, this was something I bought prior to the announcement of Apple's studio display. Now, not that I'm suggesting that I would have bought an Apple studio display for my wife because, A, she's not using an Apple machine and this would have been no use to her, I think, anyway. But what this monitor's kind of made me think about, uh, this particular one was a Dell 27-inch, I think the, the model number is something like C2722DE. Catchy. Nice. Um, yes, full notes will be available, written by someone else. Um, but you can also just Google it, Dell 27-inch monitor with webcam, and you'll find it. Satisfaction guaranteed on an internet near you. Uh, but yes, Dell 27-inch monitor. Uh, like I said, the reason I kind of thought about this this week, and I was going to bring it up before, but the, the reason I mention it is because of the Apple Studio display. It seems as if, when it comes to this, to get a really high-quality monitor, webcam, speakers that combination tends to come through Apple. We saw it with the Thunderbolt display. We saw it with the cinema displays before that, although in fairness, I think the cinema displays didn't have a webcam built in. Mm. Um, but by all accounts, Mark, the webcam in the Apple Studio display is not that great. No, uh, the reviews have been, been uh, not that great is a very, very positive way of talking about it compared to the <laughs> reviews that have come out about this. Uh, John Gruber even went out, you know, did a demo uh, conversation about it on the camera, and it was just horrendous center stage, just moving in in, in all the wrong places. Uh, they say, you know, it's supposed to be the same sensor that's on our phones, but it's it's not even as good. So Apple is saying they can fix this with software. I'd right. be curious to see how that works. I mean, we've seen stranger things happen before, but yeah, definitely not not the uh, the 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 prize that it should be. Mm, well, that's interesting. Well, that, I have to tell you that uh, setting up my wife's Dell one, the 27-inch, th this one that's out from Apple, that's 27-inch, isn't it? That studio display. I, I actually don't know. Is it 27-inch? I think it is. I think it's it is. Yeah. It's not 32, yeah. definitely, but yes, okay. I think a lot of people are expecting the 32 to perhaps be held back for an iMac Pro if it ever makes... Mm. It's way in, but it doesn't look likely, does it? Uh, but anyway, yes, so you've got this. Um, and, and this, of course, is 27-inch. I will say that the build quality on this Dell is not good. I, I cannot say it's good. It's not. It's poor quality. Um, it, it wasn't a cheap device either. It was about £400, which I think equates to about a million Canadian dollars, just to clarify. Um, but yeah, it was like £400. This was not a cheap monitor. And the webcam on it is terrible. I mean, it's... Hmm. Terrible. It's it's almost as good as the Apple Studio display. <laughs> wow. Uh, the speakers on it are ropey. I mean, good for voice, good for, uh, say, Jaws, but very, very light, very trebly, not much bass at all. You would not use these to listen to music. Again, if you compare that to the Apple Studio display, and, of course, the price difference <laughs> is much different. Mm -hmm. So you would expect them to be better, and I imagine, although I haven't heard them, having heard previous speakers on Apple monitors before, They've always been good. I mean, if it's anything like the iMac, God, even the MacBooks themselves, the speakers on those are just incredible. Um, I'd say that Apple tend to get audio right. And um, 
yeah, they've done that. But yeah, if we're looking at monitors, and this is what I want to do today, have a look at monitors. Alternatives are out there. That mean you don't have to spend. What is it in Canadian? Must be about what, eighteen, nineteen hundred dollars or something for a the Apple Display. Oh yeah, it's, it's it's not normal. It's not a. It's not something that you would. It's a lot. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> yeah. just a lot. Can I just say? Did anyone see the um, you know the Linus Tech Tips where the the power cable is not removable? From the back of that display. So once I think it is if you pull it hard enough. Well, yes, no. he did pull yeah, it yeah. pull it very hard. He did rip it out in the end. But once you put it in, that's it. It's not meant to be removed. Isn't that just absolutely ridiculous? I mean, what's going on with Apple? Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. That's a strange. I don't see the value. I don't see the point in that, to be honest. I mean, why would you not want it to be? I mean, you can remove them from the iMac. You could remove them from the previous of generation of monitors. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't understand yeah. it. Sorry, I took us off topic. Carry on. Actually, I'm trying to think back now. Could you remove the cable? I don't know if you could change the cable inside the previous generation Thunderbolt display. I have a feeling you, you had to open up the device to do that. Really? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Maybe power was okay. There was two cables, I think, out of that one. There was the monitor cable. or Well, there was a cable that came out that connected to the MacBook. I think it was a Thunderbolt display port, and yeah. you had a separate MagSafe connector that would plug into the old up to, say, 2015 MacBook Pros um, and other mon- and other machines yeah. as well. But in fairness, that one was kind of the one. That's the one I had at the time. And uh, you couldn't remove that single cable. It would all go back. That was fixed. Uh, and that was a problem because when that got damaged, well, you basically had to replace well, exactly the right. whole machine. That's, or you know, It's the same thing here with the power one. Mm. And, you know, for that price of monitor, uh, you don't want to trip over at that cable. That's all I'm going to say. You know, it, no. it's, it's absolutely mad. Yeah, it is. But I wanted to look at alternatives because, you know, you don't have to go out and buy the Apple Studio display if you want to have a monitor with speakers in it and a webcam. Now, obviously, there are quality differences here. With price difference, there is quality difference. But the reason I bring this up this week, and you might think, why is he talking about monitors and a show for blind people? Well, look, I don't necessarily need a monitor, but at the same time, I like having a monitor on my desk because situations occur, problems occur, and if I need to use Ira or be my eyes, or seeing AI to, you know, detect a problem, to, to figure out what's going on, what's this message that's on the screen that I can't read. I need to have something to show it, right? So you need a monitor. And I have gone monitorless before, but some computers don't take well to that. They don't like not having a monitor connected. They get a bit freaked out by it. So that doesn't always work. And it's just always nice to have around. So even blind people, totally blind people, will still have a monitor on their desk. But you might want to consolidate speakers and webcam microphones all into one device. And if you do, there are some options. Now, I mentioned the Dell. It's okay. In terms of display, my wife tells me it's actually pretty good. She likes the display on it. It's nice and bright. It's a good, bright, matte Dell display, which you would expect, your traditional office desktop monitor. Um, but I decided to get something different. Upstairs, I got this one. This is the what I've got on just now is the Samsung 24-inch monitor. It's got, uh, wait for it, guys. I hope you're sitting down here because this is astounding. Two megapixel camera. Wow. It's it's the highest quality camera known to no one. I'm turning it on just now so Mark can see me (laughs) as I wave at him on my monitor. Um, How's it looking, Mark? I don't know. I don't see an image, Stephen. Okay, that's good. That's not working. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It actually says that the integrated camera is turned on. So that's that's very poor. I'm wondering, actually, hang on a sec. I know it might be wrong here. Let me just check something in my settings. Live demos. What could go wrong? Live video demos on a podcast. What could go wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the good thing is it doesn't matter what goes wrong because no one can tell. Um, Yeah, basically, it's not working. Uh, But yeah, okay, fine. It's a high-quality camera. No, I think you've seen it already, Mark. I've showed you it in the past couple of weeks. You were not impressed, it's fair to say. Uh, Correct. That is a correct assessment. <laughs> but at the same token, if you're at home and you're just on Zoom meetings all day, you're not broadcasting to the world, then it's fine, right? I mean, that's the point of these things. Sometimes it's just being able to connect. And, and you know, this obsession people have, I have to say I'm against this idea sometimes of, you know, if you, especially if you're blind, you know, having to put on your camera. Why? Why should we have to put the camera on in meetings? Who cares yeah. what I look like? I totally agree. Um, I don't get that. I think, I think that's, it's, it's become one of these things that every Zoom and Teams meeting feels like it has to be like an in-person event. And it's not. It's a phone call. Yeah. 
you know? And I think a lot of blind people tend to feel a little bit caught off by it because, you know, I know, for example, when I'm in a meeting, I'm not necessarily always looking at the camera. I don't even know where the camera... I mean, I know the camera's this... And for people who don't... I should maybe say this. The camera actually pops out the top, so it kind of clicks in and then it pops back out again. Uh, so you can... What I quite like about that is you know the camera's off because you physically put it away. Um not something you can do with a webcam unless you stick some tape over the top of it, right? Yeah. So, you know, I kind of like the fact that you've got that. I think the microphones are actually built into that as well, into that little unit. I mean, it's quite a chunky big unit where the webcam is. They could have stuck something better <laughs> than a two megapixel in there. So what, what um, make is this monitor? So this is this is a Samsung. This is Samsung 24-inch. Uh, um, and as I said, I just went for that because it was the smallest I could get, really. I don't need any more than that. Yeah. It's absolutely fine for me. Uh, it does have speakers in it. The speakers, again, that they've got that tinny sound. Some benefits to that, though, because... Well, not so much the speakers, but the, there's some benefits to having the sound available to you because it presents itself, it presents it to the system as a second audio device. Now, if you wanted to, for example, get JAWS or VoiceOver to come out of a different audio output... See where I'm going here? Yes. Mm. You can use the headphone jack on the monitor to sort of channel all your voiceover through and therefore have that in one ear and then have all your system audio come out the other ear um, or onto a pair of headphones or onto an audio interface or whatever else and essentially get voiceover out of the way you can have it separate which is kind of cool so that's one use for it yep. that is, is actually quite cool um, it does have USB input as well this is not a smart monitor I'm going to get into that in a second because Samsung have just announced actually a, a range although no pricing yet but they have just announced a range of new monitors and this is kind of ties in so well to this conversation this week because they've announced the M8. Um, that's M from Mike. M8, the new and stylish smart monitor series, which um, it's fair to say, Mark, I think by the image that is very whitewashed to me looking here, but I guess to you, you'll see it clear. This is very much competition for that studio display. Oh, yeah. I mean, it looks almost like a di identical to an iMac. I mean, it's very slim bezels, aluminum design, four different color options. Um, it's got, you know, the, the nice little hinge in the back with a hole so you can pass through cables. Uh, no camera built in, but they have a snap-on model that looks very, very small and very sleek or remote control to it. I mean, it's powered by Tizen, right? So it's actually, it's an interesting, it's an interesting approach to uh, what we're used to. It is. Now, I've actually got the M7, which is just a standard. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not as smart as this, I guess, but it's the previous generation. Now, I've mentioned it before on the show, and the reason I'm, I'm keen to bring this up this week again is because this the M7 I have, which is what I wanted to talk about, and now this is out, this is even better because I know it'll have these features built in, is the accessibility side of it. Because this Samsung monitor is actually, I would argue, much better than what you're going to get with the Apple Studio display. Uh, now, I can't speak to the audio quality yet because we haven't heard it, but the audio quality of my M7 is not bad. I mean, watching TV through it is actually okay. It's what you'd expect from a 32-inch TV. Um, you know, most people would probably add a sound bar or they may connect it to other speakers. So, you know, sometimes the speakers don't make a huge difference. I think this does have integrated microphones. It doesn't have, as you say, the built-in webcam, but you do get that magnetic snap-on one. Uh, which is kind of interesting. Um, but it does have all the smarts of a smart TV, a Samsung smart TV built in. Now, when you set it up at the beginning and you go through the setup process, the whole process is fully accessible. You get voice guidance all the way through the setup process. Most of the apps that you need to set up, most of the accounts, the Samsung one included, that you need to log into or set up from scratch, you can do all that via your smartphone and you can do it all via QR code. So you can just go open your QR code reader on your phone and you can just hold your phone up to the screen, get the QR code. Obviously, it'll just immediately take you to the website, let you sign in, and bang, you're in. Cool. Uh, the entire process was accessible. And I was so impressed by it. Now, that lets you get access to all the smart features. That lets you, for example, watch Netflix, Disney, Apple TV+. Plus. You can even get AirPlay on this. So you could airplay from your phone or from your computer. You don't even need to connect your MacBook physically to the machine. It'll just airplay to it. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've even got Windows remote in there, the remote uh, desktop client. You can connect remotely to a computer without even connecting it. So there's, you don't have to plug anything in. You can just plug this thing into a wall and that's it. 
Uh, you can, of course, plug in physically as well. You've got various ports for that. But, and this comes in 32-inch. This isn't even 27, so you do get a bigger screen as well. The Samsung displays are obviously going to be much brighter, much more vibrant. How good they are in comparison to the Apple display, well, I don't listen, know. Samsung I, tends I, I don't to know keep, if I'd say the same. But. They tend to keep the good displays for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, that's true. That's true. Um, I, I don't know if this is going to be a, a shiny finish on it or it's going to be matte. Uh, that can often make a difference to a lot of people making that decision to buy. But, you know, the fact that it comes in those different colors means it, it pairs well with, say, you know, uh, uh, it could be a second monitor for your iMac if you've got one, or it could be, you know, the the monitor you might want to go with your new MacBook. And let's be honest, they're, they're supposedly bringing out colorful MacBooks this year. Yeah. MacBook Air is going to get a new redesign with lots of colors, maybe on a 15-inch screen. There's rumors about that. Um but basically, you know, this M8 is just going to take it on to the next level. And I think with all those features combined, it's a much in, much more interesting much more interesting idea. And I think it's probably going to come in roughly around the quarter of the price. Roughly. We don't know yet. We don't know the pricing. But based on the M7 model, it's going to be about a quarter of the cost of an Apple Studio display. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah no. With all those smarts in it. So I'm interested because you mentioned the, you know, it was accessible out of the box for the setup and things. Mm. So what about the smart apps like Netflix and all that? They, they're all no problems at all with the speech? Well, that's the interesting thing as well. So, yes, you're right, because oftentimes we say that the great thing about these voice guidance systems is they get you so far in the process, and then apps like Netflix and Prime or Apple TV or any others are not accessible. Yeah. You cannot get into them to actually engage with any of the content. I had no issues with Netflix, no issues with Prime, no issues with Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, and a couple of local apps here in the UK as well, I got on okay with. Wow. Uh, not nice. all of them, but the main ones, arguably the main ones, Disney, Netflix, Prime, Apple TV Plus, those are the four big ones, aren't they? Um, yeah. Worldwide, anyway. Um, I would say that, you know, you're, you're having no issues with that. You can navigate through them. You can navigate the content libraries. Even the setup process was simple because, you know, it, it would sometimes give you like a code or it would give you a QR code. Yeah. And that was brilliant. It's so much easier when you can do it that way because you don't have to have the hassle of trying to get a number from the screen. <laughs> yeah. But even that was accessible. Um, and I just I just think, you know, what, what you've got to understand is you're buying a computer monitor, but it's also a TV. And for a lot of people these days, that's quite appealing. Yeah, you don't even need the TV tuner, right? The TV tuner is sort of dying off. People like the catch-up. They like their Netflix. They like the smart side. They want to decide when they want to watch whatever they want to watch. So... This could actually replace, you know, a family's TV. Um, yes. I really like the smart aspect. And for us, being totally accessible, I mean, what more do you want? But when it comes down to these all-in-ones, right, you know, a, a monitor with a webcam and the speakers in, do you think it's like a false economy, though? Because, you know, like that one with uh, the two-megapixel camera on it, you know, it's nothing, right? That's basically a £10 or $10 uh, webcam they've just put in there. Yeah. So is there any is there ever any point to getting those all in ones apart from the desk clutter but I mean you're giving up the quality of the webcam and speakers. I think <laughs> I guess what I'm going to say here <laughs> is controversial but um I think for people who don't care <laughs> if I'm being brutally <laughs> honest about it if people don't really care too much about it if it's like I have to have a webcam I have to communicate this way uh, most people, most people are probably going to use a headset with their computer, especially if they're blind and they're using JAWS. I'm not saying everybody, because I know a lot of people, especially working from home, have loved the freedom of being able to have the screen reader out in the room. When you work in an office, that's just not possible. Yes. <laughs> as much as I'd like it to be, uh, I actually, in my last days at my last job, when I was setting up my, or, or sort of cleaning out my old laptop, I couldn't find a, I'd forgot to bring my earbud with me. And, um, you know, when you go back to the office, you're just totally unprepared. And I went into the office and I could not hear this computer for loving the money. You know, the, the office is in a busy main street. The windows are always open. Yeah. All you're hearing is fire engines and cars and people screaming and shouting at each other. <laughs> Did you watch that film last night? Yeah, it was very good, wasn't it? Yeah, I liked that bit. And you're like, oh, God, I can't hear this thing. And ear is up against it, trying to, you know, hear what's going yeah. on. So, you know, a lot of people who are blind tend to have the headsets on, except at home. Now, if that's the case, if you do... Uh, again, want to get rid of the clutter, and you're just using this as an office machine at home, then a monitor like the Samsung 24-inch I've got here is more than good enough. Yeah, I suppose so. 
You're right. People don't and we, care. We're audio people, right? We're into audio. We're editing. We're, you know, we're, we're audio is our business. So for us, it's never going to be that great. Yeah. But, you know, I've, I've thought about this, you know, as a great little just secondary, just I mean, as my primary, but, you know, it could be a great secondary monitor just sitting there. That's your Teams and Zoom meeting. You know, every time I want to do a Zoom or Teams, that's my monitor I'm on. You know, I don't have it set that way. I just have the one monitor on the desk. Yeah. But you could do it that way, you know. Um, and as I say, having that headphone jack in there, giving you the ability to, I mean, that's just a, a little aside, but it is a really nice trick because it presents itself as a secondary audio device, a secondary audio codec on your computer, which you can choose for, say, JAWS or Narrator or NVDA or on the Mac side, VoiceOver, and just say, right, take VoiceOver and put it over here. Yeah. And I can split my audio. Now, yeah. of course, these days you've got the, the split options on JAWS and all that kind of stuff, so there's other ways to do it. But you don't have that in the Mac yet. Not yet, anyway. So, uh, yeah, very interesting. But uh, anyway, speaking of Samsung, uh, there's some cool new devices out and uh well i decided to get one of the older ones because you know me i'm totally up to date uh so i decided to get myself a brand new samsung z flip 3 find out why in a moment double tap canada will be back after this this is double tap canada have your say right now call or text 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca now, back to the show. Yeah, you know what? I'm loving my iPhone SE, guys. I am loving my iPhone SE. The battery life on this thing, staggering. Absolutely staggering. I, I, I still don't believe you, Stephen. I know that's a terrible thing to say. I can't believe you've got 70-whatever percent left at the end of the day. That sounds I don't believe it either. Incredible. My wife switched to the iPhone mini, and she barely gets through a couple hours. <laughs> a couple of hours? Yeah. How much is she using that phone? Right. Hang on, I, I, we can't criticise Mark's wife because, look, let's what, yeah, what, what you know, you know, you know what's going to happen, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. so Fuck. sorry. Um, no, but seriously, you know, I, I have to be honest. The, the mini, how are you finding it, Sean? Because you've got the twelve mini. How are you finding oh, battery life on I'm that? I'm loving it. It's great. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. But I, I'm not away from a charger that often. Mm. So, you know what? It's fine. I used GPS. I used it to travel up to Liverpool for about two hours the other day in the car. Had Were GPS, you driving? Google... Yes, exactly right. Yeah, that soundscape's really good. <laughs> I had Google Maps going all the way with the directions and it was absolutely fine, you know? So, it's okay. I, I find it's all right. But then I'm always topping it up when I'm at home. It's always on a wireless charger. So, on that basis, how can you argue that I'm getting... Fantastic power. I swear to you, right? I had to put it on charge today for the first time. So that's roughly two days, almost, I'd say, a day and three quarters. It's not had any charge. And that's when it got to that final point of saying to me, okay, you know what? I could do with a charge room at 2% now. Um, and that was that was not using it heavily, really? but, it, but it wasn't using it to any, you know, it wasn't not using it. That's the point. I, all the reviews I've, I've, I've listened to, this, the battery isn't great. It's okay. The fact that you're, I mean, Mark, help me out. Is that true? Do you believe him? I, I don't, I mean, Actual's battery size is, uh, what is it, 2,018 milliamps? Yeah. Yes. On the Mini, it's 2,400 milliamps. It's even bigger. And it's yeah. crap. I don't, I don't know. I don't buy it either. I don't buy it. How long have you had this phone? Uh, probably two, well, when did it come out? Whenever it was launched. Two weeks ago? Okay. You know what? You, you need a good couple weeks before it really, like a real daytime usage before you can really push that different. battery to nothing, its limit. Nothing is different. I mean, and, and you know, I, I mean, does it matter if the screen's turned off? That cannot be making that much of a difference. Well, no, but listen, I, I, are you using it just like as your daily driver, really? Yeah, I mean, I'm on FaceTime. I mean, how, how many times do I call you in a day, Sean? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, okay. right. Um, you know, Mark, how many times do I call you in a day? Okay, not as much. Um, but, you know. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm his favourite. <laughs> He's just up when I'm up. That's the difference. You know, this, this time thing is terrible. We should just make it so that the US and the, and Canada and the UK are all in the same uh, time zone. That would be just easier for all of us, frankly. Anyway, that aside. Okay. Um, good, good, good talk. If you could just get on with that, that would be fantastic. Um, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh yeah, battery. So yeah, the battery is um, is good. I, I, I can't de deny it. it's good, and I'm not 
I'm not hammering it, but then, you know, I'm on Clubhouse, which is the biggest battery drain I've ever had before. That's um, why I don't believe you. How can you be on Clubhouse and still have 70% I, I'm not lying. I just, it's just no, not dying sorry. on me. I'm right. sorry. Okay, but send me not... that phone. Okay, fine. Well, I've got another one here. It's actually <laughs> my mum's. It was supposed to give her ages ago. I will say, though, so I got myself the Samsung Z Flip 3. Is it Z or Z? Can we get I would Z. say Z. I yeah. like Z. It sounds, it sounds nicer, doesn't it? good, yeah. So I got the Samsung Z Flip 3. Why did you do that, Stephen? Well, I'm glad you asked. Because, uh, <laughs> sorry. Honestly. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to ask why, because, you know, why do you buy anything? Just okay, because fair it's enough. There. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you away with that one. Um, yeah, so, no, I decided to get myself a secondary device because I thought I need a second phone. I don't need a second Who needs a second <laughs> phone? But I decided I, I wanted one, right? <laughs> it's not a second. It's like your fifth. Well, yeah, but, you know, in terms of active usage, um, oh, right. okay. this is my secondary device, right? And I thought, well, I may as well make it an Android phone. So I spent some time talking through this with a friend of mine, David Woodbridge, who's been on the show before, and uh, he works at Vision Australia. Australia. Absolutely. Clang. Clang. And um, <laughs> I <laughs> I decided he had got one. He was raving about it. And I thought what I liked was just the fact that it was a bit different. You know, it wasn't just your average another Android phone, which is just another phone. I like this flip thing. And the front screen was quite interesting especially because the front screen's fully accessible as well as the rest of it. Because oftentimes, if I'm honest, you tend to find that the front, you know, the extras, the extra bits of these smartphones, like, for example, a front screen, you wouldn't think would be accessible with something like TalkBack. And it is. It's all fully accessible. The whole thing talks, every single bit of it, all very accessible, really nice. So I thought, okay, fine, I'll give it a try. And I'm going to tell you something. If you think the battery life is bad in your wife's iPhone 13 mini, you want to try this thing. I can't leave it for five minutes and it just dies. <laughs> How it's big doing is nothing. This thing? I'm, you see, because of the flip aspect, this is, I, I always picture like the uh, Motorola Razor or, yeah. you know, those clamshell phones of the past. And they were always small, diddy little things. They were small, they were thin. Lovely. Yeah, but the batteries lasted days. Yeah, yeah well, that's of true. course. But, yeah. you know, they were just making calls and sending texts back in the day, right? So, oh, uh, how days. big is the flip? It's about the same size as that razor was, a little bit thicker and a little bit bigger. Yeah, it is. is it? It's, oh, so it's still quite, quite small. You've got one as well, haven't you? Have you still got one, Mark? I had one. They made me send it back, of course. Oh, of course. Um, mm. I thought, you know, the weird thing is when you close it up, it's like, it's really dinky and really nice and it's lovely and thin. And then you open it up and it's like, wow, this thing's huge. <laughs> uh, it just, it's, that's that's my audible description of uh, my oh, very good. feelings on it. But honestly, it's... <laughs> it's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> It's just so weird because when you open up, it, it just turns into this m- massive device. 6.7 inch, isn't it? So it's probably the same size as the iPhone Pro Max, but maybe a bit thinner. Um, uh-huh. So, you okay. know, quite a big device. Not as not as heavy in the hand as the iPhone uh, Pro Max, thank goodness. But uh, no, really nice. I mean, just a, a really good Android phone, obviously. It's, it's top end. Um you know, a lot of questions are going to be asked to me. You, you, I think initially, as soon as I say I'm buying an Android phone, people just go, here we go. He's going to buy an Android phone. He's going to yeah. play with it for a couple of weeks. He's going to send it back. You'll get fed up with it. But no, this one, I think, may stay because there's something about this particular one. I think on the move is going to be quite interesting. I'm more intrigued by this one. I don't quite know why this has caught my attention, despite oh, all I the other it. Android graveyard I've got over here. <laughs> no, this is different, right? All the other ones, they all merge into one thing, just yeah. a slab of rectangle glass right but this this has got that tactile feel for it never mind the haptics and taptics this is open it up to take a call and slam it shut to hang up and there's something about that that i miss to this day yeah. i love that that's a nice feature and there's i will it say is. that in in, in talkback terms there's actually well not not so much talk but accessibility generally i would say there's a huge uh, new uh, field of accessibility lots around switch control lots around hearing Lots around low vision, so tons to talk about, tons to play with, and um, I'll, I will feed back on this over the next few weeks and months because, uh, and we'll just you know occasionally drop in on it because I think it's quite interesting to to play with. And there are lots of apps on there. One particular app I've been playing with recently, the Google Lookout app, which Mark, if you don't have this app on an Android phone, get it, download it because it's just fun to play with. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, literally, you walk up to any product and just go whoop, and just, just it's almost like. <laughs> Right, do, do, no, and then it just grabs. It just tells you what the thing is instantly. We'll tell you what it is, all the information about it. It is incredibly fast. The cameras inside those smartphones are obviously brilliant. The processors are excellent. You know, I'm not saying I'm going to switch to Android. That's never going to happen. But as a secondary device, 
I'd use this. I would definitely use Top Eye. And I feel it's, I don't know about the screen. There's something about the screen on a Samsung phone, which put me off for a long time. And Again, they keep the best screens for themselves. Not not the actual screen themselves. I mean, the screen itself is gorgeous and beautiful. I mean, I had a bit more vision. I Fine, would, I know. take it back. No, no, I mean, no, no. But, well, to let me clarify. I'm confused. Wait, wait, let's, let's see what he's going to say. Well, Hang on, okay. But, uh, Fine. I, I, <laughs> I'm not talking about the visual side of the screen. I'm talking about the tactile nature of it. Because uh-huh. unlike you, you're looking at it, and yes, you're swiping on it and all the rest, but for me, that swipe is just a bit more important because that swipe, yeah. it has to be accurate and it has to be, um, I guess, to some degree consistent. Now, with an iPhone, they've managed to get it just right with the screen. I don't know how they've done it, but they've managed to get it right. And if you add, say, for example, a, you know, the screen protectors you can add on to the front, that just makes it a horrible experience. It just adds something. depends on what, again, the type it is. Sometimes mm. you can make it feel that the screen's a bit sticky. Um, that's never good. Uh, Stop just, it. Just leave Carry it on. And, um, but on these, th- these screens are pretty good. And, you know, they're not like the eye shrink that I used to be on before with Samsung phones, where it was so, I don't know what the kind of glass was, but it felt like as you swiped your finger over it, you were kind of almost missing what you were trying to touch because your finger would just slide away from it. At least that's how it came across on, on TalkBack. When you would swipe on the screen... Suddenly, instead of swiping to the next item, the focus would be drifting off somewhere else because yeah. you'd obviously touched that point of the screen somewhere else on the screen. And with an iPhone and and with VoiceOver, you don't tend to get that kind of response. It does happen, but not as frequently. So the tactile nature of the screen is interesting. These are pretty good on these this particular device. I don't know if it's because of whatever technology they're using to get that fold to work. Yeah. Because I'm guessing it's not your standard. It's not glass, obviously, right? So I don't know what that it's is. It's plastic. Yeah. yeah. But that's maybe not a bad thing for us, you know, from that point of view. I don't know. I, I know what you're talking about, the actual you know, the tactile feel of a screen. But I always find that Android is a little bit more, um, I don't know, it's less forgiving Jumpy. when you're slightly. Yes, it jumps around. It's like paranoid. If I'm, through, if I'm going through, <laughs> it's nervous. If I'm going through the settings and I'm swiping, 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 and then sometimes it'll just jump up wherever I touch the screen to start the swipe. Mm. Whereas with the iPhone, it feels like the you know the the accidental swipes, the 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 way they've done it is more polished. So I'm, yeah, but I'm not sure if that is the screen or just Android because I still have that irritation with Android now. But the problem, of course, is, Mark, we're never going to make the move because of iMessage, because of FaceTime, because of <laughs> all the other reasons that Apple have got us. You know, I, I have one friend who was like a diehard Android person and they just switched to an iPhone. So I'm done. Like, I'm, there's no reason. Hey. There's no reason to pretend. Listen, I love having an Android phone to, to play around with and to see the different features and to use the operating system. Uh, you know, why not? Uh, but I just, it's one of those things, man. I can't. Don't you just wish, though? I mean, in a way, I kind of wish I'd started out with Android because then I could, you know, later in life, embrace the joy of the Apple. No, I'm only kidding. Um, no, I mean, <laughs> Steady. When, when I, um, you know, I, I see so many benefits to it. And I can see over the years things have changed. I mean, for example, you know, the customization aspects of Android, which people go on about, is great. You know, you can change the messaging app. You can, you know, have different... You, there's two messages apps on there. <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, I don't yeah, know which one I'm on. Yeah, me. But, yeah, yeah and, and I'm like, which one should I use? And do I want it to be default? Should I... We'll ask again next time. And I'm like, okay, just ask me again, because <laughs> next time I won't know which one was which. And, uh, you know, it's almost like there's too much choice, which you don't get with Apple. Um, I don't know. I, I maybe, I'm, maybe I'm a sheeple. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm one of the sheeple. You liked uh, not having choice. You want to be walled in, Stephen. Yeah, I'm quite happy being in my walled garden. Make my decisions for me. You know, I was playing with the the Pixel Five last night. I set it up again, and you know, went through all <laughs> the updates. Has that and, been? <laughs> I, I know exactly. I I found it on my desk. I thought, oh, you know, I'm going to have a look at this again, and I played with a few of the apps. Started watching Netflix and uh, played a bit of Dice World. And it's fine. It's all good, but. I don't know. There's something about Android that I just can't get into, no matter how but much But you know I why try. that is? Because if someone said to you, give me your iPhone, I'm going to take it away, and you can't use an iPhone now, you must use this, that's when you would get into it. Because yeah, that's the problem. Exactly. You can always yeah, that's make That's how I got into back. an iPhone. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you, you can always get in. You, can, you, it's, it's, you have to almost restrict yourself a little bit. Now, I'm not going to do that. It's like, you know what? It's like laptops, too. It's like I find that if you force me into the situation... 
I'll get used to it. I'll, 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 I'll complain a bit. But that's yes. exactly how I got into an iPhone. I was using a BlackBerry. It died. I was nowhere near exactly. a place I can get a new BlackBerry. I was traveling, and I happened to have an iPhone that I was playing with. And that's it. I never so that's turned back. That's a brilliant example of that. That's a brilliant example of a situation where you're forced into. You don't have the choice. Because what can you do, right? This, the system's gone. I mean, and let's be honest, BlackBerry was dying out. So, you know, it, it was time to make a move to something. And had it been an Android phone, we would, we would not talk. Yeah. We wouldn't talk to you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Look, we've sorry, got Mike. That was a joke. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was a joke. Yeah, and no sorry, way Mike. Uh, should you be offended by that. <laughs> Is he coming this way? I can never tell. I thought I'll, I'll. I'm bracing my face for I'm, a punch. I'm sniffing for maple syrup. If I smell the maple syrup, <laughs> I know he's nearby. This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. This is Double Tap Canada. Now back to the show. Is Mars still talking to us? I don't know. Are we not done yet? I thought oh, that was our last time. There he is. Oh. I was no. worried for a minute. How much time do we have left? Way too much time. Way too much time. We got like, we got like, I don't know. Just wait. We're not at the end yet. He always wants to go, doesn't he? he, just, he... Unbelievable. <sighs> my kids are home. They want um, my attention. Yeah, okay. but you'd rather be here. Let's be honest about it. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. How about this one? Apple expected to launch subscription service for I like iPhone. This. <laughs> Done. Hang on, though. Isn't, don't we already have that in just contracts? Yeah. Is that what a contract is with a carrier? We don't have contracts here anymore. Like, they don't even have, I mean, the, the savings we used to have in these multi-year, no, I, no. Hang on, I want to have, have Canada? No, they, they've pretty much abolished it. They've, they've, wow, they have ways around it to try and give you discounts, <laughs> but they try to force you into, no, no, no. I'm all for this. I'm no, all wait, for this. Wait, sorry. Didn't they have a scheme already where you did this? You paid, I can't remember what it was called now, but you paid something like $50 a, a month. Deal, yeah. Not here, not here. They had that in uh, in the US. In the States. Ah, oh. oh. yeah. right. Okay, so this is going to be global. Well, here's the thing. I pay, what, $15 a month now for Apple Care. Mm-hmm. Apple Care, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but a while back they made a change where you can just pay monthly and pay oh. it to the life of the phone. You can just keep paying for it. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Uh, and it doesn't expire. Yeah, I don't know. It's neat. So when you sign up for it, it's pretty cool. Um, So I already pay, what, 15 bucks a month for Apple Care. So what, add another 30 bucks, and I get the phone itself too, and I have never have to worry about it? It breaks, it dies, give it back to them, say, here, swap it. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's good. I mean, the thing is that we're all getting so used to subscription on everything, right? This is nothing new. So, no, you know, this, I'm, this I'm, is going to be fine. I'm all for it. I mean, how many people actually update every year? Not not the majority of people now. I think, you know, three, four-year cycle as usual. But, you know, if people are going to pay that sort of money anyway a month, then I think they would like to get the latest iPhone every year. I think it's, it, that is a draw. Yeah, I don't know. I, I still, I mean, to this day, I don't really see the, the value anymore in having an iPhone every year. I mean, they could, they could dump it back to every second year. Let's be honest about it. It's only the yes. geeks that care. I mean, this, I this SE I've got, I mean, this could last me five, probably eight years. There's nothing wrong yeah, with this Yeah, on one phone. charge, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah, just on one charge. No, I think that's pretty, I mean, it's an interesting idea. And like you say, if people want that, that's good. I also read this week about WhatsApp. Um, apparently, so you can soon send files up to two gig in size wow. on uh, WhatsApp. I, I didn't know there was a limit on it already. But yeah, apparently you can do that. And it's interesting because uh, apparently the file size limit at the moment is at 100 megabytes, which I guess if you're sending pictures and stuff and short videos, you're not really going to notice. Is that what it is? Is that for media? I mean, yeah. can you actually just send files over WhatsApp? It's something I've never tried. Or I've never into. tried sending files over WhatsApp. But I will say that Mark and I do use iMessage like, you know, some kind of Dropbox. And, you know, I have to tell <laughs> yeah. you, Mark, this it's killed my iPad mini. Killed it because my I mini. I don't intentionally use it though for, for no. Files. Neither do I. Neither do I. But it's become that way. And it was actually I'd gone into my iPad. It was complaining that the storage was full, and I went into you know how you can go into settings and you can see what apps there was things in there like iMovie. I mean I don't know what all this iMovie stuff was, but I got rid of all that. And then it said third in the list was messages. <laughs> I'm like what? And it was all these videos and audio <laughs> files and things we'd sent back and forward. And I thought. Jeez, and I never clear anything out. And I, you know, you don't even think about it when it's in the cloud, do you? You just, you just do. No. Um, but I, I still don't really understand why it was downloading all that or sticking all that into the device because it didn't have to. I mean, I wasn't actively using any of that stuff. 
But um, it just does. It does, yeah. The, this is the problem. You do have to clean the cloud out every so often. So I think I might have to get my brush out at the weekend and uh, <laughs> clear out the, the iCloud. Can, I just, it's, it's can I just ask, sorry, I don't want to put you off here, but I'm, I'm just interested because you said about the Z Flip and going on to Android, right? Mm. But you do also have the Samsung, is it the S22? Uh, S21. Oh, you have the S21. Samsung sent it, forgot to ask for it back. I'm not telling anyone. Shh, Shh, don't, don't mention it. Oh, well, there goes that oh, one. There, that's that one. I'll be gone, gone next week. Yeah. I had <laughs> the S22 for a week. Yes, you can have the S21 and, if you want. That was cool. So, yeah, but do you, have you used the S21 at all, Stephen? Yeah. yeah, I did some tests. I mean, I did what I always do with... I mean, it's like, you know, the mistress. Yeah, pass you know, the you testing visit, and a bit... You yes. have some dinner and then you go <laughs> Please home. Please stop. Okay, yeah, I just wondered if it... If, if, I'm leaving that alone. I just wondered if you... Yeah, you know, if that drew you back into Android itself, because that was a nice phone, right? It is a nice phone. It's just big, it's heavy, you know, it's yeah, not sexy. Okay. Well, it's okay, sexy, sorry. but, you know, only in a kind of Android-y way. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's just, you know, I want something a bit... I like this. This thing, even though the battery is terrible on the Z Flip 3, <laughs> I mean, it's charging again. Every time I go to use it, the battery's dead. Has um, it got wireless charging? It does. And how big is the screen on the front? Oh, the the little display on the front. Well, that's what you say. It's a little display. I'm thinking of the razor. Was it that had that little circle on the front? Oh no, it's bigger. Do you than remember that. that with just the time? It's it's basically. I would say if you imagine the phone folded over, it's about half the size of that again. Um, just a little bar that is the screen. It's not huge, oh, right. but it's you okay. know it's enough to tell the time. It's enough to show you some. I think two notifications you can get on there. Um, yeah, you're not going to watch Netflix on the front. No, but for example, I mean, but let's let's say you're listening to an audible book or you want to record some audio, you can do all that from that little screen. You don't have to open the device up at all. That's pretty nice. That is nice. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. good. Oh, thank God! I mean, oh, <laughs> you can go. Yeah, you can go now. You can go and spend time with your family, like you know you want to. Silas says everything. Um, Okay, we will uh, be back again next week. Do keep your feedback coming. We'll give you all the details on how to do that. And don't forget Double Tap TV, uh, which is always brilliant. I will say, though, Mark, I had to cover for you a couple of weeks on uh, the live spot with Dave, and he kept asking me what was in the show that week. uh, Oh, did I forget to tell you? (laughs) I, I I think I said the same show, but three weeks in a row, both were wrong. Um, So, you know, there you go. But, you know, what? I think the best solution to this, just watch it. It's brilliant. It's on a TV near you, as long as you're in Canada, and as long as it's tuned to AMI. Uh, <laughs> or we will go, catch go you on YouTube. Or go on YouTube, or the AMI app. Many options available. Catch you next week, guys. Thanks for listening, and keep your feedback coming. Call 1-844-971-1999 and leave us a voicemail. Email feedback at ami.ca. We're also on Twitter, at Double Tap Canada, and on Facebook. Can't wait till next week? Ask your smart speaker to play Double Tap Canada or listen on the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening. Catch you again next time. I'm Marjorie Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hadjar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.